At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander. Con Vsin. Time to get funky radical hip as I get to the point. Rock this funky joint. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. Uh, once, you, once you listen to the poor wretches teachers, uh, that kind of sticks in your head, Kelly. Can't really get it out of your head. Which one's that? Never mind. Okay. <laughs> I just had to purge it so I don't say it again. <laughs> <clears throat> Pardon me. My goodness. Um, listen, we have a show today with Drew Densick on, Whale Capper, talk NFL and NBA with us. Mike Pritchard will join us. Will Hill will join us. And from, a, uh, from under a cloud of smoke, Somewhere in the Dutch West Indies, Jason Weingart will join us to talk about all things baseball and beyond football as well. Speaking of which, Kelly Bidlin, well, first things first, before we get to Aaron Judge, how, how often did you bet the Lakers when you found out that uh, Anthony Davis had a tummy ache last the, night? The Cavs? No, the Cavs, I mean. <laughs> Twice yes. largely. Yes. And you wanted to do it in retrospect five times largely. No, 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 no. I that's what we were talking about a bit before the show. It's always the you always have that feeling when you make a great bet of the only thing I did wrong is I didn't bet it enough, right? Well, in the fourth quarter of the Lakers Cavs when it was tied with like three and a half minutes left, I'm like I might have bet too much on the Cavs. Like, like this might have been <laughs> dumb for an NBA regular season game on a random Tuesday night uh in the middle of December. But uh, luckily, yes, the Cavs got home. Donovan Mitchell pouring in, I think it was 45 points he finished with. Uh, absolutely dominant. They won by like 13 or 14 or something like uh, that. They won by 14. That will be 116 to 102. Yeah, 116 to 102. Yeah. So that was easy. Late three and a half live with them. They were down a few points uh, near the beginning of the second quarter. But then we got official word that Anthony Davis was going to be out for the rest of the game with flu-like symptoms. Yeah. So yeah. keep an eye on that tonight. I mean, Lakers heading into Toronto tonight. Not not a game I'm touching right now, but never know what that means for AD's availability. Who maybe that stuff spreads around the rest of the team. Just be careful. Okay, so big news and potentially big news in football last night. Big news in baseball this morning. The potentially big news in football last night is that uh, well, ESPN's Adam Schefter, in between writing horrible tweets about Sean Watson, which are just shameful, uh, he ended up saying that Jimmy Garoppolo and his Injury, his foot injury, could have a chance to return in seven or eight weeks, avoiding the list Frank injury, as had been speculated for a bit. That seven to eight week timetable would put Garoppolo available at around the divisional round or NFC championship game. So Niners futures eh, back having some life, I would say. Yeah. Again, apparently there's only a three point difference between him and Brock Purdy, if we're to believe that. But you know what I mean? 
I still feel better. The only reason I made the bet in the first place is because they kept Garoppolo. Yeah. So there's that. And then this. That, uh, I mean, that's still shocking, though, right? Like, how often do you see someone go out in a game? Yeah. Basically, mid game, they're like, well, he's done for like a year. I, I mean, it, it took them till right after the game to announce that. And then. Like a couple days later, you figure out he's not? Well, remember yesterday on a numbers game, we mentioned that Kyle Shanahan had this very strange cryptic moment where he was like, well, I don't know. We're getting another opinion. So he left that door just a you know, just a crack open, and there you go. I, I mean, we talk about the Niners are good enough. You don't need excellent quarterback play. I'm with you. This, is, this matters. matters. I mean, this is a big thing because Brock, you know, all you got to do is get this team to the playoffs, and if you can get this team fully assembled with Jimmy G back mm-hmm. in the pl- postseason, you're you're back to being a serious, serious threat in the NFC. Let's put it this way. We're doing NFL exactus for the Super Bowl yep. later on the show today. That influenced my choices completely, completely. And suddenly the clear path for the Philadelphia Eagles is not so clear anymore. And then this morning, in case you missed it, Aaron Judge Re-signing with the New York Yankees, nine years, $360 million. So Aaron Judge, flirtation with the Giants, flirtation with the Padres, as we've come to learn, stays with the pinstripes, stays with the Bronx Bombers. He is 30 years old, Kelly. 30 years old, signed to the nine-year deal. Ken Rosenthal uh, reporting on the tweet that we have, but first it was John Morosi. By the way, uh, boy, John Heyman tried to be the first yesterday and reported that Arson Judge was headed back to the Giants. Did you see that? Yeah. In his haste to write Aaron Judge, Arson Judge to the Giants. <laughs> Luckily, I was taking a nap, so I so like I was getting texts from people. They're like, "Never mind." Yeah, <laughs> they gave I, me the I, whole thing. I, I wasn't tracking that live, but it felt like it almost immediately got shot down because I kept hearing p- other people bring it up and then be like, "Your report that w- an erroneous report earlier today." Well, ima- imagine all of these baseball writers, and it's specific to baseball writers more than any other sport. Oh yeah, where their singular north star is to get the story first. I'm, I'm looking at Buster Olney right now. He's got yeah. the he's got the whether whether intentional or not, he's got the, you know, my glasses are on, my eyes are baggy, I've clearly been up all night working, tracking right. this story, okay? Yeah. And baseball writers are a funny breed to begin with, national baseball writers. I, we could have a whole segment on that. But their, their haste to get to the, to the story first, and John Heyman gets egg on the face there. But So Aaron Judge coming back to the Yankees. Now, I have, I have several thoughts on this. One, as a Giants guy, Giants magic, by the way, love the Giants. Am I short-term, you know, sad that he didn't end up in a Giants uniform? Because I said many times, oh, he looks so great in a Giants uniform. Yeah, you know, that'd be great for a first year or two. Sure. Sure, why not? You're human. But let's be honest. This contract is an albatross. As a guy who's 30 years old and signed to this long of a deal. But the Yankees are willing to absorb that. So on that, it's a very quick, let's put it this way, it's a very quick toggle from short-term sad to, yeah, it's probably the best. Yeah, and the it's Giants, also very different for the Giants and the Yankees, right, well, from that standpoint. Yes, and the Giants will just try to have 2021 Mitch Haniger as their, uh, as their off-season move, latest off-season move to, to make them happy. So there's a couple things. One, did you see this study that came out about baseballs last year? And again, for those, this is, this is directed at those who are like, oh, Aaron Judge is the real home run record holder. He's the real home run king. It wasn't Barry Bonds because Barry did this and that. Oh, okay, yeah, right. I pointed out, of course, that Matt Williams, another giant, is all Aaron Judge tied in terms of a 162-game schedule with 62 home runs. 
That gets lost in history with the 1994 strike, where Matt Williams actually hit 62 home runs, though not in a calendar year, between September 3rd, 1993 and May 17th, 1995. But this from uh, Dr. Meredith Wills yesterday. Um, Evidence that MLB used three distinct baseballs in 2022. The balls show up in distinct places in our sample. And by the way, another player got a stern warning from the league for trying to help. Balls don't lie part two. This continues on because here's where we're getting to the uh, to the big moment of this is that one of the three. So we'll say Dr. Meredith Wills uh, at BBL underscore astrophysics obtained over 200 baseballs across the 22, uh, 2022 season and playoffs. Her largest sample ever. Some were old school heavy juiced. Way more were dead. But we found 36 balls that based on their construct are likely bouncier than the deads. And finally, sort of the smoking gun of this was, this is, first of all, the three different weight groups that we find, but that that graph won't really translate. Let's go to the last one, guys, which is the real one, which is one of those, one of the big findings that they had here was that Yankee regular season games were where the Goldilocks balls were, what they're calling the, uh, the juiced balls. Huh. Interesting. Look at that. The Yankees are in the blue there in that graphic. By the way, Aaron Judge was in a bit of a swoon when they had the juice balls as well. There's that. So it's interesting. Interesting to note that part of it, too, like how much of that is real. But here's, here's where I really want to go with this, because at the end of the baseball season, and really during the postseason, we made the point many times on this show that baseball is obviously the season with the longest regular season, 162 games, and the most punitive playoff format because... We add the, you know, the, the best of three to start things off, then the best of five, then the best of seven. It is already the most random, right? We talk yeah. about how it's not the NBA. 80% of NBA favorites get through. Stats by Lopez, again, telling us that to get 80% of favorites in hockey through, you'd have to play a best of 51. In baseball, you'd have to play a best of 75. Now, when you continue to make the playoff format more punitive, you have Mets fans like our own Jeff Parle saying, there's no point never watching the regular season again, right? People take it to that extreme. So the takeaway here for me is also this, whether it's Aaron Judge, whether it's Bryce Harper, whether it's Trey Turner, is it worth paying anybody in baseball that kind of salary because of what we just described? Because your sport is so random in the postseason and increasingly more random after a 162 game regular season is it worth paying anybody that kind of money and i think that's a very valid question now can human beings who are in gm positions or front office positions control themselves from doing that if they have the resources hails no it's so tough because i guess the, the other thing with major league baseball right is that it also has such a larger, a a longer regular season, right, compared to what its its postseason is. So I don't know. Do you care more about what actually happens in the regular season? If you're paying for a regular season, that's fine. Does it translate? Will it get you to the playoffs more likely? Yes. But it's like the old Billy Bean thing, right? Once you get into the postseason, my stuff, my word, doesn't work. Yeah. So... That's the nature of baseball. So, again, if you're trying to win a regular season title, mazel tov to you, keep doing what you're doing. But don't think that that's going to translate to titles. That's the nature of the sport. And more and more so every year now with with the format changing that it did this past year. The other point is from a betting standpoint. Oh, God, yeah. This is for new bettors. Because most numbers game listeners, 
will know this. But if you're if you're new to betting, you're like, oh my God, I gotta bet the Yankees. They got Aaron Judge. All right, well, Aaron Judge already played for the Yankees. That's the first thing. And by the way, his ability to duplicate what he did last year is very minimal. Will he have a good season? Sure. Will it have will he have the same numbers? Like modelers, when they put in their numbers for the Yankees, will have to lower their numbers on Aaron Judge. He's 30. The age curve is happening. And he's not going to hit, most likely, the same number of home runs that he hit last year, nor have the same kind of numbers in general. So you're betting, when you're betting futures, keep that in mind. The value is on some random team that you can figure can slip into the postseason and take a massive number on it. That's how you have to bet baseball futures. Well, the other thing to keep in mind, right, we just saw that graph, and we'll get back to it later, but, like, the juiced, juiced balls. We're talking about juiced balls in the playoffs. That affects totals. That affects things like that in games. Yeah. It's all one big puzzle with baseball, but uh, follow the data on that stuff. It's very interesting. Aaron Judge to the Yankees, nine years, $360 million. Drew Densick on the other side. Football and and, uh, basketball next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. Numbers game proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. Don't forget, it's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. If you haven't done so already, BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account. Start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. We get tweets. At Beating the Book, always appreciate the uh, the feedback. This is from, uh, let's see, Over the Levy, saying that uh, he takes us in with Follow the Money and the Lebitard Show every day. That's his uh, schedule. Uh, FTM, ANG, and Lebitard, we thank you for that. Appreciate you. Appreciate you on that. Uh, this is from, uh, this is from uh, Phil Weiss. He says, I won't be happy without a, a Barry Lamar Bonds reference. Lo and behold, there it came. Hey, that was just knocking the air and judge people who think they have the home run record. Uh, Jamie Leva, mentioning poor righteous teachers this morning got me listening to Rock This Funky Joint. This joint is straight Aaron. I mean arson. Love the show. You and Kelly are the best. Shout out to John Heyman on that. Uh, Stringfellow Hawk dropping poor righteous teachers clearly showed Gills a triple OG in the game. Well... Here's what I really want to say, because I didn't. If I'm being a journalist here, uh, Kelly, is that what we are? Is oh, that we're what doing we do journalism here? again? Um, no, we're not. Major League Baseball denying everything about the baseballs. We should yes. point that out. We should point that out for sure on that. 
Uh, and then, um, just to follow up, uh, Matt Cox hit both of his basketball picks yesterday. So shout out to Matty Cox from Three Man Weave. Um, and then Paul Carr hit. Paul Carr hit. Mac Verstandig is what I want to bring up because we had the Georgia runoff. Ah, yes. Ra- uh, Raphael Warnock uh, taking down Herschel Walker. So Mac Verstandig, who came in here, we do political betting here, a politically speaking on this show. And by the way, remember when he was on. People were like, ah, next time you have somebody on, don't be so biased. I was getting that from mainly the right, and they should, what, I, what we didn't tell them is that Mac was a former Republican operative, and so his was totally unbiased. He went 4-0. and Did he? Three of him. which were dogs. Yep. Also one of the greatest names I've ever heard. Mac Verstandig. Mac Verstandig. You wish your name was Mac. Kelly yeah, Verstandig. All right, let's bring in Drew Densick, everybody. He's the whale capper. He, of course, can be found on both the Deep Dive podcast with Andy Molitor and uh, Bet the Edge. He comes to us now at whale underscore capper. How you doing, Drew? Good morning, sir. A good morning. Uh, glad to hear everybody has got the good karma. The the the, uh, the numbers game karma is strong. I love all the uh, the winning plays. Yeah, man. They did. They do very well. They they know their stuff. And so we shout out to Mac again. Next election, he'll be back. I'm sure. Where are you, Drew? Where? What's the background? That looks like Nevada. What is that? No, Northern California. Northern California. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful up here right now. Where in Northern California, by the way? Uh, near Stockton. Near Stockton. Uh, oh, beautiful yeah. central yeah. northern California. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> are we allowed to talk about what you do on the side? Or you don't want to talk about that. No, we, don't uh, we can that. if you want to. Uh, <laughs> it's going to put people to sleep. might not be that exciting for people. Um, all right. Uh, let's start with, first of all, week 14 in the National Football League. What have you bet so far? Uh, so I'm a little nervous this week, actually. Uh, for the last four or five weeks in a row, um, I've been looking at the market and basically been on market with almost every number um small edges that i had were largely like oh long teasers this week cool um and now this week all of a sudden i have broad disagreement with about half a dozen games so um not sure what's going on uh not you know because there hasn't been enough of a seismic shift uh in sort of the underlying rating of these teams to warrant, uh, you know, what, you know, what has been all of a sudden a disconnect between the way I think fair should be on some of these sides and what we're seeing. Um, and then there's some interesting wrinkles. Like I think the market has not downgraded Baltimore enough for the, uh, uh, the move from Lamar Jackson to Hunley. I think the market has not downgraded San Francisco enough for the move from Garoppolo to Purdy. So all right, let's, um, let's talk couple, about that. Let's talk uh, about yeah. that for a second. Cause Chrissy and I and Kelly were talking about this on guessing lines on Monday. We sure. asked about, you know, Huntley from, from Lamar Jackson. And I said, well, I don't know, four points because I was making the case, well, it's, it's a more similar offense for Tyler Huntley, but he's sort of a poor man's version of Lamar. So I'll go four points. And then the Jimmy G thing we lingered on because, and we actually put it out as a social clip because I'm like, okay, the instinct is like three points. That, that's what came out of my mouth. And Chrissy's like, yeah, that's what I have it as. But then I'm like, that can't possibly be true. Can't. For, to go from a guy who's been in a Super Bowl and played well in other postseasons to a guy who's mystery relevant and has taken like a few more snaps than you have, Drew. What, yeah. is, what is your <laughs> thinking on both of those counts? I mean, this is, I mean, it, you can't even, even, you, you, we're not even going to be able to take the result of the Buccaneers Niners game and make any conclusions of this. It's going to take a couple of weeks here. Uh, you're going to want a little bit of a broader sample. Um, but there's a huge disconnect right now between the way that some people feel about the quarterback position in the Niners. Like it could just be a generic guy, which Brock Purdy effectively is. 
and because Kyle Shanahan's scheme is so dynamic and because the weapons on that team are so outstanding that this is just going to work. <laughs> I would, I would take huge exception to that. You look at Jimmy G's statistic statistics over uh, uh, the time he's been in San Francisco. He's been incredibly good. His EPA per play is elite. He's like the only guys that are better than him going back to the 2010s are, you know, the Brady's Manning's Mahomes of the world. Uh, and so it's, this is not, uh, you know, he, he doesn't get respect because, you know, he makes some clown mistakes. He does it in some high profile spots. Uh, and people just assume that all the success is because of Shanahan and not Jimmy, but, uh, he's a very, very good quarterback. And I, you know, the, the move to, uh, you know, just QB neutral, um, you know, even if Brock Purdy is QB neutral, which by the way, I don't know that I'm there because he is of course a seventh round pick. He is, you know, he has not gotten, uh, any first team snaps at all in the preseason, the preseason, I can't even imagine he was getting very many second or third team snaps because it was, well, I guess he was getting a lot of the second team snaps because Jimmy G wasn't healthy, but, um, you know, this was, this is plan C for them. Uh, and I would guess that just in general, you're going to get a rookie level performance and that's not going to be good enough to compete with a team like the Buccaneers who, you know, for all their flaws is still, it's just a lot of veterans and a lot of very good players, particularly on the defensive side of the ball there. So, um, you know, I, I would say that the neutral uh, assumption here, if you assume that, you know, the uh, the results you got from Nick Mullins, the results that you got from, um, you know, uh, some of the other backups that we've seen under Kyle Shanahan, that, that if that's your starting point for coming up with a fair adjustment here, then it's got to be at least four points uh, and maybe as much as six points. And so the fact that you're still getting three and a half in a lot of shops here on, you know, for Tampa Bay, very surprising to me. I think Tom Brady is, you know, surely has uh, kind of galvanized a lot of the players in the Buccaneers locker room uh, based on the way that they performed in the two minute drill, particularly. Uh, and I think the Buccaneers are alive to get the outright win here, let alone cover a three and a half point spread. Um, you know, it's not a it's not a team that I'm like super fired up to continue to back week in, week out. But in this spot against the backup QB uh, and, you know, in particular uh, at getting healthier, this is a decent play on the Bucks for me. Wow. Bit of a hold your nose bet is what I'm getting from you, like a little bit of that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, let me just ask this a different way. Is Jimmy G a top 10 quarterback in the NFL? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. No without hesitation. Yeah, yeah. Then how yeah, can yeah. Brock Purdy only yeah. be three points worse? It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. I'm, and I say absolutely not in that, uh, like he's top three. How right. could you ask if he's top? I, yeah. I just mean like, like he, he kind of defines what good quarterback play is like. He's the line. Uh, and you know, it's, it's, it's been this way for as long as I can remember, uh, that, you know, this, the sample size is, is quite large now. Uh, and, you know, there are a lot of people that are going to ascribe his success to, to Shanahan and what Shanahan asks him to do. To do. And, and the, the fact that those guys are, uh, you know, so clearly paired is, you know, is, is real. And, you know, if we step back and you say at the beginning of the season, hey, the Niners are going to war with Jimmy G for a full schedule. The only hesitation you should have as a handicapper is, well, is he going to stay healthy? Like, that's really the only mm-hmm. ding you can put on him. And sure, sure enough, like you can't necessarily blame him for the way he's getting hurt. Like it's weird, um, but he's a fragile player and, you know, it is expected that he's going to miss a handful of games in any given season, which is why you always got to be a little bit trepidatious about getting involved in Niners futures. But um, yeah, I think, I, I, I mean, if, if Shanahan gets 
above average QB play out of Brock Purdy for an extended stretch here, then he is a magician because, uh, you know, as, as you mentioned, he was Mr. Irrelevant. A lot of people thought he probably shouldn't have been drafted at all. Uh, and you know, he just, he hasn't gotten very many practice reps. And so it's going to be, um, a huge learning curve for him. And he's going up against the defense that Todd Bowles is trotting out. That's aggressive, uh, that has good cornerback play, good safety play. Uh, and you know, I think he's going to be under a little bit of pressure in this one. So this is a, this is a decent spot here for Tampa to continue to get right. Real quick here, uh, Lamar to tie to, uh, to Tyler Huntley drop off is what I'm, I'm at six points there as well. I think Lamar is one of, uh, the most unique guys to try to price in terms of NFL QB play, just because his particular brand of football is so, you know, it's, it's everything about the Ravens offense runs through him. And you can kind of look at Hundley and say, same skill set, it'll work. Um, but I, the idea that it's going to be anywhere close to efficient is just, is not, 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 not there in my mind. So particularly against the Steelers defense that is uh, healthy and, and has a, you know, all universe front four. So, uh, I think the Ravens are in deep trouble. It's very interesting stuff. More with Drew Dinsick on the other side. Uh, he mentioned something before the, uh, Niners and Baltimore that he doesn't understand in this week's lines. We'll get into that and more NBA as well. Numbers game Visa, the sports betting network. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com to check the current betting splits data. Splitting bets. There you go. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits, yet another way that VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game. At vcin.com. Skill Alexander, it's Kelly Bidlin. Uh Kelly, I do something very bougie now, which I've noted about myself. Oh, just now? You just started? Just started. <laughs> just started. <laughs> I believe, as the great Ashford and Simpson once wrote, everybody wants to be bougie bougie, as performed remarkably well by Gladys Knight and the Pips. It's me always trying to attract that 60-year-old demo right there, Kelly. There you go. Um, so I have a sushi restaurant in town. That is so good that I refuse to tell anybody about it. Wow. What a tease. All right. That is the bouge yeah, happening that's, that with me. That is really bougie. So my can, question. Can you describe the area of town? Oh, no. I won't tell you anything. So it's funny because uh, you'll have like our buddy Matt Brown will say, oh, I know the best sushi restaurant. And it's so-and-so. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, you have I'm no going idea. to this. You already told me something without telling me anything. But here's the thing. Is that. So my question is this. Is that poor form on my part, or is that perfectly acceptable? Uh, well, see, I'd have to know more about the place. I want to say poor form. I want to j- immediately judge you and say poor form. Yeah. There's so many freaking good restaurants in this town. Yeah. Why you got to hog one to yourself? Precisely but, for that reason. But if it is like, you know, hey, it's around the corner in this place you would never expect, and it seats all of like seven people. That's correct. Then, yeah, I can, I, I can get on your side about that. All right, just checking. I love, Plus, I, love how, I love how you're like, just now, Gil? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. You're on to me. Mr. Who, like, I grab a, a bottle from the Aria every day on my way to work. Yeah. Bottle of water from the Aria. <laughs> That's right. That's what you do. <laughs> uh, this is a man who might know something about being bougie. I don't know. It's your Dinsick, everybody. Kind enough to join us once again on that. Is that, is that good form, or is that, am I, like, is that awful of me, Drew? What, what should I do with that? Well, I mean, heavy is the crown of, of the influencer, Gil. You have to be careful about what you say. I yes. mean, you know, you're you're gonna you're gonna lead people to uh, to make it where you can't eat there anymore. So yeah, <laughs> no, I I get it. I My get man. It. 
That's all I, I wanted it. to hear. Okay. <laughs> Corroboration. That's your pro tip of the hour, everybody. If you have a place you like and you don't want anybody else there, keep it to yourself. Um, okay. Before you mention the part about Jimmy G and Lamar Jackson and going six points down on each and favoring bets, therefore, on the Buccaneers and the Steelers, you mentioned that stuff was – I don't know if you said you didn't understand or stuff was against what you were talking about. Were you referring to that or referring to something else? Well, those two, but uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, it's just kind of the experience of looking at the board every, you know, as, as kind of limits come up every week for like three weeks in a row now and being like, well, I got a half point there. I got a half point there. Man, what should I bet that? And I don't know. Maybe this week is just a totally different experience. Baltimore as a fade, Tampa, uh, San Francisco as a fade were the obvious ones. Um, but I didn't, we didn't even get into some of the other matchup parts about the Baltimore game. I mean, Bal- you know, the steel, the Steelers, you know, the Steelers can only really be beat defensively by elite wideouts. Uh, Ravens, w- w- we we know everything about these guys. <laughs> yes. That is like their one thing that they absolutely do not have. So even if Tyler Huntley is kind of doing a decent Lamar Jackson impression, uh, I loved the Steelers in this spot, in this matchup, ir- you know, irrespective of the quarterback. And so the fact you're getting under three is very, very appetizing there. Um, Steelers, I think, continue to win here the next couple of weeks before they run into trouble against the Raiders, I would guess. Um, Steelers and, you know, the flip side, the Ravens defense gets hurt by what speed, uh, and you know, the Steelers, you know, wideouts, that's basically their entire skill set, Right. Uh, so this is a, a decent opportunity for the Steelers, I think, to continue to win. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think all the matchups check, uh, Pittsburgh out, you know, in addition to the, uh, the injury situation. So, uh, solid look there for, uh, for the steel first steel town. Um, the other ones that don't make sense to me are all divisional matchups and they're all dogs. Um, I looked hard at the jets ultimately passed. I played some giants at seven. Uh, I played some Browns at six and I played some, uh, Jags, Jags at three and a half, um, all three divisional dogs, all three getting points and all three I make well off market. Really? Um, I think Jacks should, Jags should be under three in that one by my fair. I think giants should be at five and a half. Um, and I think the, um, uh, the Cleveland uh, Browns should be closer to three. So uh, decent edges for me on all three of those divisional matchups and uh, really just trying to figure out what's going on with some of the pricing here. Let me, let me put you on the spot with one to make the playoffs sure. uh, line, which is the most coin flippy of all of them. The New York Jets, who are, I think, mm-hmm. minus 105, yes, minus 115, no, as I'm looking here at, uh, at the DraftKings numbers. Um, yeah, I'm, what do you yeah. think? What do you think about that? Per- Currently inhabiting Perfect. the number seven spot. Yeah, it's it's that's a tough one. I'm at forty ish percent for them. Let me take a look real quick at my number. I'm at forty two percent for them to make the playoffs. So I get a little bit of an edge to the no there based on those prices. Um, the AFC is super, super crowded in the wild card mix. I think you're looking at a uh, high likelihood that the Dolphins and the Bengals get in, in addition to the, of course, the Bills and the Ravens who are leading their divisions right now. Uh, of those four teams, the Ravens are the only one that I would have as sort of a, a red flag on just in case the Lamar Jackson injury just, you know, ends up being a four week thing instead of a one week thing. Um, and then, you know, the, so the jets kind of really only have a very narrow margin of error there. They, they can only really get the seventh seed as far as I can tell you. Uh, and the fact that the Raiders chargers, Patriots all knocking on the door, one of those teams catching a little bit of heat, even the Steelers, I think are in the conversation, catch a little bit of heat, get to 10 wins, uh, is going to put up some pressure on the jets jets. As I look at their schedule, I think they finished nine and eight, uh, is my most likely outcome for them. So 
um, if everybody kind of stumbles and plays 500 football between now and the end of the uh, season, then the Jets would would pick up that seventh seed. Um, but uh, I think it's you're you're asking for a lot of things to go right. Injury news real quick in that yes. Jags-Titans uh, game just coming down from uh, Ian Rappaport. Doug Peterson saying Trevor Lawrence will not practice today, has a foot injury from that scary hit on Sunday. Day-to-day status for Sunday up in the air right now. Oh, boy. Ah, uh, yikes. So... I was amazed, yeah. I was amazed that he got back in that game. <laughs> Me too. I, I was shocked he even played. Yeah, I thought he was toast. Um, uh, of course, by the way, if you're thinking to yourself, um, uh, who is the uh, who's the Jacksonville Jaguars backup? It is C.J. Beathard. So yeah. there, um, that would be quite the drop. Also, I would imagine in your points, wouldn't it? Oh yeah, for sure. I have a pretty low rating on Beathard. <laughs> Okay. Well, I see how he pronounced Beathard. Yeah. He did it celebrity <laughs> Jeopardy fashion is what he did. <laughs> uh, okay, I lied. Uh, one thing in the NFC with the, to make the playoffs. Washington is minus 175 to, to make it. The market has come my way. Uh, do you think it is quite that high? I do. I think they can. Uh, I mean, they, they, they have a game in hand uh, right now. Uh, and, you know, come, going into this buy here, um, Coming out playing the Giants, I think you would expect that the Commanders, you know, can get to an eight win, you know, eight five and one. Yeah, I the tie helped them. They probably I agree. Should have lost that game. I agree. The tie uh, was a favorable outcome given the alternative. It a, yeah, it was a favorable outcome. Um, and really, the question is just if not them, who the the only realistic contender across everyone who's chasing a playoff spot right now is the Giants. So that mm-hmm. Giants Commanders game is going to loom large in terms of you know deciding that one way or the other. That's why they flexed um, it. Yeah, Giants probably going to finish 7-9-1, and one, uh, you would think, just considering the strength of their opponents. But that Commanders game is the winnable game on their schedule. So, um, you know, if they can play them to uh, to another close game and kind of catch a coin flip win against the Commanders, then that would change my numbers pretty dramatically. That's going to be massive high leverage. But um, I think minus 175 is a perfectly fair price for them to make the playoffs. Minus 175 was the current DraftKings number that I quoted. We saw minus 165 on the screen. Check them out. Always shop around from book to book. Uh, we have about 90 seconds. NBA tonight. Anything? Yeah, I got a lot going in the NBA tonight. And so far, de- December has not been as bad as October and November, but it hasn't been winning. I'm basically flipping coins at this point. Uh, but I see value in Orlando at home against the Clippers. Well, uh, so uh, in general, my <laughs> numbers just it. love my numbers love of this Magic team, and they just can't quite get it done. Uh, too many points for the you know, for the Magic at home, so I played them. Uh, my numbers like Toronto. Toronto continues to break my heart, but uh, you know, I'm, it, the 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 world is talking themselves into the Lakers being for real. And I, I, okay, uh, sure. Uh, best of luck to them. Keep I'm not talking. expecting Anthony Davis to go in there. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. expecting AD to uh, to be part of that one. Um, I'm going to bet the Kings tonight. Uh, I have a decent edge on them against the Bucks. Um, I already have a little bit of uh, T Wolves in hand. Uh, Indiana looks like they're in an absolutely brutal spot in this one. Uh, Pelicans in hand and uh, Jazz in hand. So uh, all told. Um, that's six plays. Oh my God. Wow. Uh, it's going to be a sweat six. for me tonight. <laughs> it's going to be a sweat for me tonight. Kelly, you got any? I am waiting on uh, some injury news and notes, but I am I am on that looking at the Pacers side or the Timberwolves side as well, the Kings side as well. I'm hoping that gets to seven, Drew. I have a feeling we'll see mm-hmm. that at some point today. And then I took a piece of the Celtics as, uh, tonight, j- just laying minus 120 on the road. I, I think for what they've been doing so far, I think that's a decent price even against the Suns.
Yeah, that's definitely the matchup of the night. Celtic Suns is is going to be absolutely electric, must watch. Uh, I make Suns small advantage there, but uh, I I can see. Yeah, yeah. I'm not getting in front of the Boston Celtics anytime soon. Nice NBA slate tonight after just three games last night on a Tuesday. Drew, thank you as always. Good luck with everything you're doing there in Stockton, California, my man. Hey, best luck, guys. At whale underscore capper Drew Dinsick from the Deep Dive Met the Edge podcast. Coming back, uh, Offensive Rookie of the Year. We didn't do that yesterday. We make up for it today. It's a numbers game. Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. Make some midweek magic with Light the Lamp Wednesdays at BetMGM, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Place a $25 wager on any NHL player to score a goal on Wednesday. That's today, and you'll automatically receive $2 in free bets for every goal scored in the game, up to $16. Just log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to get started. Then opt into the Light the Lamp Wednesday's promotion to receive a $2 free bet for every goal scored in the game, regardless of your props bets of your prop bets outcome, that is. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada or New York. We have a baseball breaking news. Bit of baseball breaking news, I should say. Jeff, bew, 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 bew. Bew. do the uh, old school typewriter thing. We're <laughs> working hard at it. Jeff Passon from ESPN saying that Kenley Jensen and the Boston Red Sox are in agreement on a two-year, $32 million contract. Sources familiar with the deal tell ESPN. Take that, Aaron Judge. That on the heels of Jose Quintana and the New York Mets coming to an agreement as well. So the, uh, the baseball hot stove. In full effect. So, Kenley Jansen headed to the Red Sox. Kenley Jansen, who was really, he, he had a moment there. He had a couple years there where you were super nervous about betting on him to close games. But he was rock solid down the stretch here for the Braves. We get tweets at Beating the Book. Always appreciate the feedback on everything. This is from, uh, this is from Mark Geiger, in-house attorney for a numbers game. Yeah. He said, a program note. I guess Drew is a, a horse wrangler or, or an agri-boss of some sort in his other life. For what it's worth, a little personal info on host and guest creates more loyalty to listeners, makes them feel as if host and guest are friends. Well, uh, Mark, uh, I'd like to make a distinction about that. One, if it's me, I tell you that I'm very bougie by doing things like holding the sushi restaurant, so I think I'm being pretty personal about myself. <laughs> he had but a what, comment about that, too, for you. Oh, did he? Yeah. When it's a guest... I really don't want to, like, overstep. Let me tell you something personal about Kelly Bidlin, who, by the way, 
uh, was making fun of me just discovering the bouginess. Uh, he is a rabid ageist here at the South Point Hotel Casino, <laughs> and I think this needs to be uncovered. Uh, this is really becoming something. He is a, he, Ageism is his thing. Kelly, would you Man, like to explain? Would you like to explain to people what's happening here? Um, look, there's a lot of hardworking people at the South Point. Some work harder than others, and I, I notice it. I notice it. That, that's the only way I can put it, okay? okay. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it right there. There you go. Sorry about that. Man! I just wanted people to... be a blast! He wanted to know personal things about us. <laughs> uh, Mike Rouse. Gil, uh, I'll be out to Vegas in March. My DMs are open for the sushi location. I promise not to disclose. I love you, Mike Rouse, but I don't know if I could do that. Oh, Geiger check, checked back in. Is this what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. But Mark's, about, Mark's being way too intelligent for us this morning. He says, Gil, how about asking the owner how he, she feels about it and also suggesting that you know a bunch of folk who might be willing to invest in a modest expansion. They'd also guarantee you a table for four at 630 every evening. Win-win for mom and pop and your bankroll. Yeah, it makes way too much sense, Mark. Pounder, Robert S. Lane. I get why you're doing it, Gil. But small restaurants rely on word of mouth. Have they earned a mention on your platform, which would probably be huge for them? Well, this is starting to backfire on you. That's not a backfire. I'm cur- I'm genuinely curious. It may, you know what? It, you know what it does. It makes you even bougier. It takes <laughs> it your bougieness. It makes me bougier. But Gil Alexander, back to a political attack expert. Gil Alexander, not a fan of small businesses. (laughs) He will not support your expansion plans. That was the greatest one here in Nevada against uh, Sisolak, which was, Steve Sisolak only cares about sports. (laughs) Just going after (laughs) anything again. He had a commercial where all he did was talk about sports teams. Dinsey from a hotel room somewhere in California. What is he doing? What is he up to? (laughs) Will he answer his questions? All right, uh, we did uh, we did football awards yesterday, but uh, in our haste, or actually not in our haste, but in our sort of wanting to be thorough, that's what we were. We were thorough. There was a lot of shifts in in a w- NFL awards markets a lot in of the what? past. A week lot of what two. shifts? Oh, I thought that's what you said. Okay, <laughs> um, I'm just curious. Did I need to clarify. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Gil. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, but we so we ran out of time to do odds for NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year, and you actually have not only genuine thoughts, but you made a wager here. I made a bet in this market yesterday. I like it. Not a large one, but I made one yesterday. All right, so Kenneth Walker remains the short shot, 2-1, to one, the uh, Seahawks running back. Uh, injuries, though, uh, sort of working themselves in yeah, with him. Very questionable for this week, I think yeah. is the way to put it. Garrett Wilson getting things done as a uh, wide out for the Jets, plus 275. Christian Watson on a touchdown spree. Three to one for the Green Bay Packers. Chris Olave, four to one. So we got four guys now bunched up in single digits and low single digits. And then it goes into the second tier, which is Brian Robinson Jr. of Washington at 20 to one. Damian Pierce, who's dead on arrival. His, his yardage has just fallen off a cliff at 22 to one. Can you say that, Gil? Uh-oh. But he's still... Is that who you bet? No, it's not who I bet. Oh, it's okay, not I who I say. bet, but I was looking at that yesterday. He's still ninth in the NFL in rushing yards. And he had like 78 last week. Don't they have to win more than one game, though? I don't know. I mean, that's the question. So, I think that's a great question with this award, right? We always have these qualifying questions with every award. This award has gone to quarterbacks on crappy teams in years past, right? Yes, sir. Let me interject, though quarterbacks on crappy teams, sure. which gets me to Kenny Pickett at 25 to one, which I'm hoping is the bet you made. Yes. Cause that's a bet. That's a bet. You, I mean, that's, that's the, the bet one I made. made. I found 28 Beautiful. to one here in town last night. Good for I you. I bet it because Gil, here's the big thing to me is, is those four guys at the top 
How do you split them up and how do you rank them? I'm not saying that they haven't had more impactful seasons than Kenny Pickett, but if the Steelers keep winning here, he's the only quarterback that's been in this class. He was the favorite at the beginning of this market, right, for a reason, because he's the only quarterback that was going to play the majority of the season, which he has ended up doing. So I think if you we extrapolate this and look pat, look the ne- down the road the next few weeks, Kenny Pickett and the Steelers, and I have a bet on the Steelers this week. So if I think they're going to keep winning, I mean, and I've got history to back this up because Mike Tomlin has never finished under 500 what? in a season. Wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, though. They yeah. keep winning here. He's going to become, I think, the clear guy where it's the only quarterback versus a bunch of position players that you could make different arguments for. One hundred percent, Kelly Bidlin. And I, I got, I got to, I, I have to thank whoever tweeted this at Dave Ross yesterday while we were talking about this little at Big Bets. Didn't even tweet it at me. Joe. That is an awesome thank you. But I have to thank whoever tweeted. I this. don't even know. But Dave brought it up. I started thinking about it. I'm like, this is a hell of a point. I think it's a hell of a point. If you can find it is, it goes back to what we said at the beginning of the season, right? And and so, so that, let's get back to the Damian Pierce point. If you're a running back on a one or two win, let's give him another win somewhere, right? Let's be charitable. You're still a running back on a two win team. You don't matter. If you're a quarterback on a team that I don't know goes seven and ten, let's say, and I know Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season, but let's just say. You're you're absolutely live for this. And so Kenny Pickett now has a 65.2% completion rate. He has thrown for 1,797 yards. Now, he does have four touches and eight picks. But he was projected this year, remember, 1,797 yards. He was projected to throw 2,546 by some models. So at this pace, he's going to soar over that number. Yeah. Soar. And so... He's the dude. I'm a little upset. We're doing this segment before I made a bet. That's seriously. Well, in two minutes, it's the I'll, opposite of the sushi. In two thing. minutes, I'll tell you exactly where to go to make that it's bet. The opposite or, of the sushi thing. Or maybe I shouldn't. Or maybe I maybe. should trade information for the sushi location. It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what you should do. And then I will reveal your ageism to everybody. Uh, I mean, like, like, look, Gil, is it still a long shot? Yes. It's mm-hmm. a, it is a long shot. Do I still think there's a better chance that one of those? I don't think it's that much of a long shot. I really don't. I don't. Because if they, like you said. I just don't know who you give it to of those guys at the top. Well, to your point about Walker, Wilson, Watson, Olave, all really nice players that all four of those teams should be thrilled to have. Yeah, absolutely. But have any of them had, like, moments where you're like, you know how we talk about Heisman moments? Yeah, yeah. There's no rookie of the year moment here. I would say Garrett Wilson is starting to put those together over the past few weeks as the Jets have played better, but yeah. I mean, Chris Olave quietly has the 10th most receiving yards in the league. It has been quiet. Right? I I mean, that's pretty quiet. Steelers, uh, let's get back to it again. Steelers last five games of the season. And remember, Drew Dinsick just making a passionate case for them winning this week. Yeah, and I'm on them this week. All right, so you're on them as well. That's the uh, Steelers hosting the Tyler Huntley-led Ravens. And their final games after that, at Carolina, home Vegas, at Baltimore again. Lamar's week-to-week, so he'll probably be back for that. And then home Cleveland. They can, they can win a mess of those. And by mess, I mean three. Or four. 
Or four. They could win four of those. Now, it's possible they win less than that. I get it. But I think at that number, that is the bet of the day. For hey, show. Mate. Nicely done. What number do you get? 28 to 1. 28 to 1. Did your uh, bet move that market significantly? Did the size, so. size of your wager move it? <laughs> All right, a little bartering going on here backstage at a numbers game. All right, we'll see what happens with that. Coming back, Mike Pritchard, Megapod guest this week. Mike Pritchard joins us on a numbers game, talks some NFL, right here at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.